Charlie Brown, don't you think it's great? It's all wrong. Look, Charlie, let's face it. We all know that Christmas is a big commercial racket. It's run by a big Eastern syndicate, you know. Well, this is one play that's not going to be commercial. Look, Charlie Brown, what do you want? The proper mood. We need a Christmas tree. Hey, perhaps a tree. A great, big, shiny aluminum Christmas tree. That's it, Charlie Brown. You get the tree. I'll handle this crowd. Okay. I'll take Linus with me. The rest of you practice your lines. Get the biggest aluminum tree you can find, Charlie Brown. Maybe paint it pink. Yeah, do something right for a change, Charlie Brown. I don't know, Linus. I just don't know. Well, I guess we better concentrate on finding a nice Christmas tree. I suggest we try those searchlights, Charlie Brown. Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Jeez, 1965 was a good year for Charlie Brown. The Charles Schultz comic, it became a Christmas staple. Now, unfortunately, it doesn't air on television anymore because Apple owns it. Apple also has this podcast on it, the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I think we've all grown up watching Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, you know, the Great Pumpkin, the Chris. I, I'm trying to, I think the Christmas one came first, then the Great Pumpkin. And of course, the music. Who can't forget the music of uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas? Um, here is TV Funhouse SNL having fun with Charlie Brown. It's always good to be parodied. I never thought it was such a bad little tree. Maybe it just needs a little love. What did we just do? All I did was wave my arms around. Wait a minute. Over here. Wow. Wait, possess an awesome power. David, I had no idea of just technically what would happen to the apartment. You blockhead. This whole time we could have been making money. on here this has been the most lucrative christmas ever charlie brown what about the real meaning of christmas he's right wow good grief 
Woe unto thee! Put off thine ornaments from thee. Ye who have sinned in the sight of God shall be blotted out from his book. He shall visit thy sin upon thee, but his wrath may burn hot and consume thee. You blockhead! Lights, please. Goodbye, lesbians. You still need to do a good deed to make it Christmas again. Follow me! More evidence tonight that Osama bin Laden is alive and planning major attacks in embassies and public... More evidence tonight that Osama bin Laden is alive and planning major attacks in embassies and public venues in Europe and the United Merry States. Christmas, Meanwhile, in Iraq, weapons inspectors again express concern that biological weapons of war remain unaccounted for. In Panama, yesterday's massive oil in the U.S. with 4 million gallons. The morning files reveal that the Archdiocese of Boston covered up the sexual abuse of... <laughs> That's a SNL parody of Charlie Brown. The Christmas. I mean, it's it's infamous. It's infamous. Why wouldn't we parody it? Can I help you? I'm in sad shape. Wait a minute. Before you begin, I must ask that you pay in advance. Five cents, please. Boy, what a sound. How I love to hear that old money plate. That beautiful sound of cold, hard cash. That beautiful, beautiful sound. Nickels, nickels, nickels. That beautiful sound of plinking nickels. All right, now. What seems to be your trouble? I feel depressed. I know I should be happy, but I'm not. Well, as they say on TV, the mere fact that you realize you need help indicates that you are not too far gone. I think we better pinpoint your fears. If we can find out what you're afraid of, we can label it. Are you afraid of responsibility? If you are, then you have hypengeophobia. I don't think that's quite it. How about cats? If you're afraid of cats, you have aneurophasia. Well, sort of, but I'm not sure. Are you afraid of staircases? If you are, then you have climacophobia. Maybe you have thalassophobia. This is fear of the ocean. Or jephorobia, which is the fear of crossing bridges. Or maybe you have pantophobia. Do you think you have pantophobia? What's pantophobia? The fear of everything. Actually, Lucy, my trouble is Christmas. I just don't understand it. Instead of feeling happy, I feel sort of let down. You need involvement. You need to get involved in some real Christmas project. How would you like to be the director of our Christmas play? Me? You want me to be the director of the Christmas play? Sure, Charlie Brown. We need a director. You need involvement. We've got a shepherd, musicians, animals, everyone you need. We've even got a Christmas queen. I don't know anything about directing a Christmas play. Don't worry. I'll be there to help you. I'll meet you at the auditorium. Incidentally, I know how you feel about all this Christmas business, getting depressed and all that. It happens to me every year. I never get what I really want. I always get a lot of stupid toys or a bicycle or clothes or something like that. What is it you want? Real estate. Lucy wants real estate. <sighs> if only Lucy, oh, oh, she probably is. She's all grown up now, and maybe she does in 2022 own some real estate. Charlie Brown Christmas 
I mean, <laughs> many of the voices are no longer with us. The the gentleman who did the voice of Charlie Brown had a lot of problems, and but we're not going to talk about that. Hopefully, he's resting eternally. And then the the gentleman who did the voice of Linus, he is also no longer with us. And the creator of Peanuts, Charles M. Schultz. Oh, but a Charlie Brown Christmas. Directed by Bill Mendelsohn. You know me with these names. Bill Melendez. uh, Voices Peter Robbins, who's no longer with us. Christopher Shea, no longer with us. Kathy Steinberg. Tracy Stratford. Bill... Oh, oh, he's also a voice. Bill Men- Men- Melendez, uh, Annie Artieri, Chris Doran, Sally Dreyer, Karen Mendelson, um, Jeffrey Orstein, and of course the music, that famous Charlie Brown music done by the late, oh, I love it. I, I have the Charlie Brown soundtrack. I, I In fact, I was listening to it today. That, you know, yeah, if you want to listen to Mariah Carey all day, that's fine. That's fine. But that, you know, that song kind of gets old quick. And then when they start playing it in Thanksgiving, yeah. And I get it. She wants to be the queen of Christmas. I'm not going to bash her. But for me, when I think of Christmas, I think of Charlie Brown. And if we can... the Oh, the late... It's so great we have this technology. Vince Guaraldi. Vince Guaraldi. The late Vince Guaraldi. Um, musician. I mean, came up with Linus and Lucy. Uh, and the holiday standard Christmas time is here. In fact, Christmas time is here. Was also featured in the Royal Tenenbaums. Just amazing. I, I love this... Uh, I love this uh, moment. So it's a jazz soundtrack that achieved commercial success selling 5 million copies in the U.S. That That's pretty big for a Christmas album. Now, when it comes to Charlie Brown, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, it's all about the true meaning of Christmas. And Linus is the one who delivers it. This is the music I selected for the Christmas play. Yes, I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country... Three shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men.
That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. And that's straight from the the mouth of Linus. With the blanket, the security blanket. <sighs> oh my goodness. I there isn't much to really elaborate on why we love a Charlie Brown Christmas. Because it's just one of those things that we've grown up with throughout the years. I what always intrigues me is the making of it. And many of the cast were recording in San Francisco in the same studio as Jefferson Airplane. Here's one of the voice actors reflecting on the film. Send you a Christmas card, Charlie Brown. I didn't send you a Christmas card, Charlie Brown. Apparently that's the shoe that dropped, so that was my big line in that one. Charlie Brown! No, we're doomed. I was selected for the role in Charlie Brown Christmas as Violet. And I think there may have been a little nepotism there, but uh, my sister worked for Lee Mendelson, the producer at the time. Um, I was eight years old. Um, he had been pitching to Charles Schultz for years. I want to do a special. I want. They were friends. I want to do a special. I want to do a special. No, 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 no. Well, Charles Schultz called him one day and said, I have an idea, but it has to be this way. And that was a Charlie Brown Christmas, which was very controversial at the time because it included talk of Jesus and the manger and stuff like that. So in 1964, I guess that was going out on a limb. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. But he said, I have a requirement that I only want to use real kids for the voices. So my sister was sent with a reel-to-reel tape recording thing to all the grammar schools in the area. And at the end of a couple of long days, uh, she sat me down at the kitchen table before dinner and said, I might as well try you. So that's how I was selected for Violet. Boy, are you stupid, Charlie Brown. So when we went to record at the time, because I was eight, it meant a day away from school. So I got to get out of school and my sister uh, generally or another uh, production assistant who worked for Lee Mendelssohn would pilot all the voices in a car and drive us to San Francisco um, where we would uh, go into, on Van Ness Drive, we would go up in, uh, into the recording studio and they would take us in one at a time to, to do our lines. Some of us couldn't even read because some of us were five. So they would have to say the line and then we would repeat it and try and mimic the inflection. I'm still kind of a good mimic. Unfortunately, I can't take it on the road, but when I hear something, I can uh, repeat it that way, which I never realized until hours and hours at the recording studio, sometimes it went a little slower. <laughs> and then if there was a group shot, if there was a group yell, so to speak, they would have us stand up and, and all scream whatever, you blockhead Charlie Brown or whatever it was all together. Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown! 
it was more of Lee Mendelssohn and Bill Melendez who were working on the specials. So they would prompt us as to how to deliver a line or what it meant. And so sometimes we'd go into the recording studio one at a time and we would repeat a line maybe once. Sometimes it took six tries, sometimes it took one try, but the magic was always in the editing. I, I was amazed that they were able to link all that information together and make it actually work. I never thought it was such a bad little tree. But when Charlie Brown Christmas debuted, we all sat in front of the little tiny black and white TV and watched it. But I remember as a kid not really being able to relate to what was my voice or what, you know, how it, it just seemed like this magical thing that appeared on the screen that was nothing at all like the experience itself. I told you he'd goof it up. He's not the kind you can depend on to do anything right. You know, I don't relate to Violet as much. She's a shadowy character in my past. I think uh, I was made to do Lucy. <laughs> Charles Schultz decided I had a particular quality of crabbiness in my voice, so, and I was elevated <laughs> to the role of Lucy. In a Charlie Brown Christmas, I was seven, and then The Great Pumpkin, eight, and then memory doesn't serve me that great, but I think in Charlie Brown, or you're in love, Charlie Brown, I was nine or 10. The first two or three shows came out pretty quickly, and then there was a little bit longer lag after that. So it was a Charlie Brown Christmas, The Great Pumpkin, and then You're in Love, Charlie Brown. And then pretty much I got the ax. <laughs> that was a dilemma that they had is because we all got fired when we hit 12 when our voices changed. So they had to seek out a whole new cast. And it was important for them to find kids that sounded the same. So they really dug themselves a hole because that was a difficult thing. But, but I, I think true to now, even that last animated special um, that was, I don't know how many years, it's been five years or so, those kids sound like we did. And it's kind of amazing. My partner and I have a store in Jerome, Arizona, and word is out, I guess, that it's our store. And I see people wander through with peanut shirts a lot, and they just are coming to see. Or they write a letter, and I get, I get mail from people who want autographs, which is touching, but it still baffles me. Um, and because um, I was just a little kid. But, but the shows mean so much to people and their family and, and, and times they've shared together with their families. So they reach out because they feel like I'm sort of part of that. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown, I can tell you what Christmas is all about. I think the reason people love Charlie Brown and Christmas so much is because it's so pure and takes us back to the meaning of Christmas. And uh, it gives me chills, actually. And Linus's delivery of his soliloquy for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, Jesus Christ the Lord. And I think that's regardless of your background as Americans, it just sort of hit home somehow. That's Sally Dreyer, who I think vo she voiced Violet, but also Sal Lucy. <laughs> so... The whole meaning of a Charlie Brown Christmas is also 
Don't judge a book by its cover. Remember Charlie Brown and that little tree? And he believed in that tree when no one else did. Charlie Brown that love that he didn't think he deserved. And so that is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, a legendary program about Christmas. And also, it makes you feel young again, re reevaluating that era in which you first watched a Charlie Brown Christmas. And so, as always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>